0: Click the link in the show notes to learn more now. Take care of your hormones. They are a critical part of your health as a woman. Hi, I'm Susie Garden, and this is the Ageless and Awesome podcast. I'm an age-defying naturopath and clinical nutritionist, and I'm here to bust myths around women's health and aging so that you can be ageless and awesome in your 40s, 50s, and beyond. The Ageless and Awesome podcast is dedicated to helping women through perimenopause and menopause with great health, a positive mindset, and outrageous confidence. Hit subscribe or follow now, and let's get started. Hello, gorgeous one, and welcome to Q&A Thursday with me, Susie, and today's question is from Ali in Perth, and she has asked, why has my period gotten heavier in perimenopause? Shouldn't it be getting lighter as I'm coming to the end of having periods? Look, this is a really common misconception, is that I think we almost have a have a, a a thought that as you're going to get closer and closer to not having a period anymore, that it gets lighter and lighter in the lead up to this. And it's actually really common for periods to be heavier. It's also common for it to be erratic as well, and sometimes heavier, sometimes lighter. So There's a few kind of elements to this, Ali. So let's um, talk about it. So firstly, let's define what heavy actually means for um, those of you that don't know that what's considered, I guess, normal in inverted commas is 80 mils per period. And if you think about you know, how would you actually measure that, then there's a few things. If you have a, a menstrual cup, then that's really, really easy to measure. Um, otherwise, uh, a super tampon will hold about 10 mils and a regular tampon or pad will hold about five mils. So you can count how many you're using and see what that adds up to. Another, just some general things, if you're not really into adding it all up, um, if you're soaking through a pad or a tampon in less than an hour, um, if you are waking up in the night to change a pad because your flow should be a little slower during the night because of gravity is one of the reasons. Um, but yeah, that d- does generally tend to be a little slower. Um, if you're passing clots and particularly clots that are kind of bigger than a 20 cent piece, then that is yeah, something that is too heavy. If you are getting something called a flood, a flood happens when you get like a gush that can just come through a tampon or a pad that you're wearing. And generally there'll just be a sense of um, a fluid kind of letdown. I have had clients that have actually had, you know, sorry, this is going to be a bit graphic, but I've had blood running down their legs um, and they're wearing like a tampon and a pad. <laughs> so that's too heavy. That's something that needs to be uh, looked at. So that's what we're looking at when we're we're describing or defining a heavy period. And the causes of this, I mean, clearly there's going to be a hormonal cause because when you think about what's happening in perimenopause is you're getting these surges of estrogen while the progesterone is really dropping away to virtually nothing. And so that dwindling progesterone is kind of, Um, allowing the estrogen to dominate. We used to call this estrogen dominance and there's nothing to oppose that estrogen. So often that can lead to heavier periods. Um, Often there can be breast pain uh, that's associated with that as well. Sometimes there can be underlying conditions such as endometriosis, even if you've never had that before, or adenomyosis. So if you are getting, like if you look at those signs that I just listed out that your period might be a little bit too heavy, you definitely need to get that checked out by your medical practitioner because there may be an underlying cause that needs to be sorted out from more of that medical perspective. Um, but yeah, that's definitely something that can happen and get you can get diagnosed in your 40s with these kind of conditions. So that's pretty important, but it is probably more likely that it's going to be just driven by the hormone fluctuations that happen in perimenopause. So in terms of natural approaches to this, I mean, certainly we can, as naturopaths, do hormone testing to see what is going on. I tend to only do testing if I think If I'm not 100% sure, or if I'm thinking maybe the symptoms are not matching with what you would expect um, at this stage of your life, or if there's just other things potentially going on. But so I don't normally do much testing unless it's really going to influence the treatment protocol significantly. But we can certainly, as naturopaths and herbalists, use herbal medicines to support Increasing your progesterone to help balance that out. Um, there are also herbs that we call styptic. So they are actually, so it's S-T-Y-P-T-I-C, styptic, and they actually reduce the flow uh, of your menstrual blood. And they're awesome. They can work really, really well. I had a lady, oh, probably a couple of years now ago now in clinic that was. She said she she thought her periods were normal because when I do an initial consult, she was actually coming to see me for anxiety. And uh, during the consult, I always ask about periods, regardless of what you're seeing me for. And uh, she said she had normal flow. And I asked her, you know, well, how many days do you bleed for and, and how many, you know, tampons, pads, et cetera, are you using? And she was using, wait for it, 12, 12 super tampons a day for two days and then it was lightening off. Her period was lightening off and she thought that was normal and she was getting flooding through the super tampon. So 12, remember that calculation, that's 120 mils a day for two days plus additional days at a lesser rate. So it's at least 240 mils plus, but a normal period is defined as 80 mils of flow um so and I gave her some herbs to help with lightening that flow uh as well as a few other things and within a cycle her flow had decreased dramatically so there's definitely things we can do to help with that and she felt so much better oh my god <laughs> like so much better um and also we can use food to support liver detoxification to help Uh, improve that relative estrogen excess. So we used to call it estrogen dominance. We now call it relative estrogen excess. So certainly liver supporting foods such as your cruciferous vegetables. Um, So that's things like your cabbage, broccoli, cauliflower, garlic, onions, spinach, kale, all that sort of thing. If you just Google cruciferous veggies, you'll get a whole list of them. Now you do need to be a little careful if you do have thyroid issues you need to cook cruciferous veggies really really well to kill a certain plant chemical called um, goitrogens that are present. So if you cook it really well those goitrogens are destroyed in the cooking process so they're not a problem but I don't recommend eating raw uh, cruciferous veg if you have thyroid issues. If you don't have thyroid issues it's completely fine. So, Ali, I hope that's kind of helpful. Yeah, your period is not really expected to get lighter and lighter as you lead up to menopause. Um, What will happen is you may get heavier, you may not, uh, and then they'll just kind of stop. So uh, once you've hit 12 months of no periods, then you are officially in menopause. If there is just as an aside to that, if there is any bleeding after you reached menopause, so after that 12 months of no period, then that definitely needs to be investigated as well by your medical practitioner. So I hope that's been helpful. Uh, I know questions like this can be a little tough sometimes to ask your practitioner. So that's why, you know, if you want to send me a more sensitive question, just DM me at Wellness, or if you're listening to me on Spotify, you can just uh, send me a message through the app. Have an awesome rest of the week and a great weekend. And I'll be back with a fresh new episode on Tuesday. Thanks so much for joining me today on the Ageless and Awesome podcast. If you like today's episode, please make sure you click the little plus button if you're on Apple Podcasts or the follow button if you're on Spotify so that you can get each new episode delivered to you every single week. If you like free stuff and who doesn't, then head over to suzygarden.com and grab my eight essential age-defying secrets every woman over 40 should know right now. Or if you'd like to continue the discussion, head over to Instagram and DM me at suzygardenwellness. I'd love to connect with you.